Genome evolution in bacteria isolated from million-year-old subseafloor sediment. Abstract. Beneath the seafloor, microbial life subsists in isolation from the surface world under persistent energy limitation. The nature and extent of genomic evolution in subseafloor microbes have been unknown. Here, we showed that the genomes of Thalassospira bacterial populations cultured from million-year-old subseafloor sediments, evolve in clonal populations by point mutation with a relatively low rate of homologous recombination and elevated numbers of pseudogenes. Ratios of non-synonymous to synonymous substitutions correlate with the accumulation of pseudogenes consistent with the role for genetic drift in the subseafloor strains, but not in type strains of thalassospira isolated from the surface world. Consistent with this, pan-genome analysis reveals that the subseafloor bacterial genomes have a significantly lower number of singleton genes than their type strains, indicating a reduction in recent gene acquisition. Numerous insertion-deletion events in pseudogenes were present in a flagellar operon of the subseafloor bacteria, indicating that motility is non-essential in these million-year-old subseafloor sediments. This genomic evolution in subseafloor clonal populations coincided with a phenotypic difference. All subseafloor isolates have a lower rate of growth under laboratory conditions than the Thalassospira geaminensis type strain. Our findings demonstrate that the long-term physical isolation of Thalassospira in the absence of recombination has resulted in clonal populations whereby reduced access to novel genetic material from neighbors has resulted in the fixation of new mutations that accumulate in genomes over millions of years. Introduction The subseafloor biome contains a large fraction of all prokaryotic cells on Earth, totaling around 10 to the 29 cells. This biome subsists over geological timescales under persistent energy limitation. Whether evolution and ecological differentiation occur in microbial populations below the seafloor has remained controversial. It is generally agreed that extreme energy limitation restricts metabolic activity and growth, which are necessary for new mutations to propagate through populations to foster ecological differentiation and speciation. However, there has been very little direct examination of this issue at the low metabolic rates and long timescales characteristic of subseafloor life. Experimental evidence exists for bacterial evolution under energy limitation under laboratory timescales, but a recent metagenomic analysis showed that energy limitation and reduced growth restricted the spread of new mutations through microbial communities over 5,000 years in the upper 2 meters of anoxic sediment from Aarhus Bay in Denmark. Moreover, the spread of new mutations is also limited in terrestrial deep subsurface bacterial populations and continental aquifers that appear to be surviving over geological timescales and evolutionary stasis. There have been no direct studies of mutation, homologous recombination, and evolution in microbial communities of the deeper and older sediment that dominates the subseafloor.
Newly acquired mutations of functional significance can sweep through bacterial populations in surface world habitats and influence ecological differentiation in large part due to their enormous effective population size. However, it is unclear whether such sweeps occur in ancient subseafloor sediment, given the, the comparably low subseafloor bacterial biomass turnover rates that are estimated to be on thousand-year timescales, and the comparatively small NE for many populations. The metabolic rates of microbes persisting in deep-sea abyssal clay are among the lowest observed in the subseafloor biosphere, such that these sediments are often oxic through the entire sediment column to the underlying oceanic crust, and the microbes live near the low energy limit of life. Here, we used the genomes of bacteria isolated from million-year-old subseafloor abyssal clay sediments to investigate the nature of genome evolution in subseafloor bacteria that persist under physical isolation from the surface world and each other over long timescales. Results and discussion. Record a 50-meter sedimentary sequence of oxygenated abyssal clay at a water depth of 6,000 meters in the North Atlantic, where the average sedimentation rate is an estimated 1 meter per million years. Thus, the deepest sediment sampled was deposited around 15 million years ago. Abyssal clay is characterized by very low permeability and an extremely small pore diameter, which physically isolates the subseafloor microbial communities from the surface and the microbes within it from each other. We isolated colony-forming bacteria on petri dishes following an 18-month incubation of sediment and sterile oxygen-18 labeled artificial seawater from 3 and 6 meters below the seafloor. Because the mean sedimentation rate is 1 meter per million years, the ages of the sediment horizons from which these bacteria were enriched and isolated are estimated to be 3 million and 6 million years old, respectively. The full-length 16S rRNA gene sequences from the isolates had the closest similarity to the alpha proteobacteria Thalassospira ziaminensis and Thalassospira lohefexi, previously isolated from marine surface sediment and oligotrophic water. The relatively slow drawdown of oxygen with increasing depth at this site is due to the oxidation of organic matter by aerobic microbes. Several lines of evidence indicate that Celestis pyra, isolated from the 3 and 6 meters below seafloor sediment enrichment, are endemic to the seafloor clay and are not contaminant from the water column or other sources. First, the V4 hypervariable regions of the 16S rRNA gene sequences from the sediment Siluri-enriched Thalassospira cultures share over 99% sequence identity with an operational taxonomic unit previously identified from the in situ community determined from the frozen samples. Second, OTU6 became 18, oxygen-18 labeled during the 18-month enrichment incubation in the presence of sterile oxygen-18 labeled seawater, indicating that OTU-6 was growing in the incubation with a mean estimated doubling time of 36 
plus minus 1.5 days. OTU6 was one of 30 OTUs that were identified as oxygen-18 labeled and actively growing in the incubations, and it was the only oxygen-18 labeled taxon from the enrichment that was detected as culturable on solid medium. Third, a single nucleotide polymorphism bifurcates OTU6 into two classes of amplicon sequence variants. Both amplicon sequence variant classes were found in subsurface sediment and in the 16S rRNA genes of the subseafloors isolates. Fourth, in situ concentrations of both Thalassospira ASCB classes have the highest abundances below the seafloor between 4 and 6 meters below seafloor, and both Thalassospira ASCB classes were detected in the 3 and 6 meter below seafloor sediments. These multiple lines of evidence show that the Thalassospira strains isolated from the 3 and 6 megabase meter below seafloor sediment enrichment are derived from the same distinct 16S rRNA gene ASV classes present within the in situ communities. The long-term physical isolation of these isolates in the subseafloor subsisting under uninterrupted energy limitation within the ancient sediment provides an opportunity to investigate how the relative effects of recombination, nucleotide substitution, and gene decay have shaped the genomes of the cultivated subsurface Telassospira strains since their burial in the deep-sea clay millions of years ago. Genome statistics. We sequenced the genomes of 21 Telassospira isolates, 10 from 3 meters below seafloor and 11 from 6 meters. Using a hybrid assembly approach, consisting of long-read nanopore sequencing, corrected and polished via short-read Illumina technologies at over 100x coverage. The mean genome completeness of these hybrid assemblies is estimated to be 99.7%, plus or minus 0.3%, with the most being 100% complete. The mean length of the new Thalassospira genomes is 4.71 megabases with 4,567 protein encoding genes. They are assembled to an average of 12 plus minus two contigs. The genome size and number of protein encoding genes are similar to those observed within the existing Thalassospira type strains isolated from the surface world. Core genome phylogenomic analyses. Phylogenetic analysis of the full-length 16S rRNA gene sequences from the cultured isolates recovered two clades of subseafloor Thalassospira, affiliated with Thalassospira ziaminensis and Thalassospira lohefexi, respectively. However, phylogenomic reconstruction of the core genomes of Thalassospira-type strains and the newly isolated subseafloor strains resolves into three distinct clades of subseafloor Thalassospira isolates. One clade shares 96 to 97% genome-wide average nucleotide identity and 99% 16S rRNA gene sequence identity with Thalassospira ziaminensis and Thalassospira permensis. We named isolates in this clade Thalassospira ziaminensis strain neogene after the neogene eon, which lasted 2.8 to 23 million years ago which covers both estimated ages of the sediment, 3 million years ago to 6 million years old. 
from which the strains in this clade were isolated. The sub-seafloor genomes in this clade correspond to the 16S rRNA gene, ASV1, detected in the in situ frozen sediment core samples. A second clade contains three isolates from six meters below seafloor sediment, which shares 97% genome-wide average nucleotide identity with Thalassospira giaminensis and Thalassospira permensis. Since all isolates in this clade were recovered from around 6 million year old sediment deposited during the Miocene eon, we report them as Thalassospira giaminensis strain Miocene. Thalassospira giaminensis strain Miocene shared 99% 16S rRNA gene sequence identity with these most closely related type strains. The sub-seafloor genomes in the Miocene clade also show also correspond to ASV1 detected in the in situ frozen sediment core samples. A third clade contains sub-seafloor telaspira cultures isolated only from three meters below seafloor sediment and shares 95 to 96% genome-wide average nucleotide identity with telaspira lucentensis and lohafexi and 99% 16S rRNA gene sequence identity with telaspira lohafexi. The sub-seafloor genomes in this clade correspond to the 16S rRNA gene ASV2 detected in the in situ frozen sediment core samples. Based on the genetic distinctness of these isolates, we consider them to be a new candidate species, according to recently provided criteria based on genome-wide average nucleotide identity. Because all isolates of this third clade were recovered from 3 million-year-old sediment, we proposed the candidate name Candidatus telaspira pliocinensis, named after the Pliocene age, which lasted 2.58 to 5.33 million years ago, of the deep-sea clay from which they were isolated. Subsection. Pan-genome analysis. The three subseafloor clades share 38 to 41% of their genome content. However, within each subseafloor clade, the proportion of gene content shared was much higher, over 90%. This pangenome analysis shows substantial differences in the variable gene content across the three subseafloor clades, providing further evidence that each clade is a genetically distinct population. Of the genes that are unique to the subseafloor genomes, these represented 3 to 6% of the total gene content in the subseafloor genomes, suggesting that they were acquired before burial. Furthermore, the fraction of the pangenome made up of singleton genes is 14% of the flexible genome in the type strains, which is significantly higher than the less than 0.1% in the subseafloor strains. The significantly higher number of singleton genes in the type strains are presumably recent acquisitions in the type strain genomes and consistent with a lack of recent gene gain in the subseafloor genomes. The higher number of singleton genes in the flexible genomes of the type strains is consistent with the longer branch lengths of the type strains in the core genome phylogeny than those of the subseafloor strains. Subsection. Roles of mutation and recombination. The ratio of nucleotide substitutions originating from mutations to, the, to those originating from homologous recombination can be used to measure the relative effect of homologous recombination on the genetic 
diversification of populations. Due to the physical isolation of individual bacterial cells, reduced cell concentration, and the reduced availability of extracellular DNA for recombination and subcellular sediment, we hypothesized that the R over M ratios, or the recombination over mutation ratio, we hypothesized that they would be lower in the subseafloor thalassospira population than in the type strains. To test this, we used an established method, clonal frame ML, to calculate the relative ratio recombination to mutation, the mean length of recombined DNA, and the mean divergence of imported DNA for branch tips and internal nodes in the thalassospira core genome phylogeny, which allows the calculation of R over M. This analysis showed that in the thalassospira core genome, the R over M value is approximately 10 times lower in the subseafloor core genome than in the type strains, indicating that homologous recombination plays a much lesser role in the diversification of the subseafloor strains. Because the R over M value estimated for the subseafloor isolates includes three different subseafloor clades with an average nucleotide identity differing up to 10%, the R over M estimate for the subseafloor taxa should be reliable given that there is enough genetic variation to detect recombination. For example, the mean V value between all of our subseafloor strains is comparable to the values considered sufficient for detecting recombination. Laboratory growth rates of the subseafloor thalassospira isolates ranged from 0.064 to 0.31 per hour, which were significantly lower than that of the type strain of thalassospira ziaminensis. These lower growth rates than that of the surface world type strain are consi consistent with the R over M values of the subseafloor thalassospira isolates being anomalously low, anomalously low compared to those of free-living bacteria isolated from the surface world, which have R over M values that range from 0.1 to 64. And content with the tenfold lower R over M values than those of the type strains, the subseafloor thalassospira core genome exhibit far fewer inferred recombination events with imported DNA than the thalassospira type strains and the ancestral states of the last common ancestors shared with the type strains. The relatively low levels of recombination in the genomes of the subseafloor isolates compared to the type strains is consistent with a shift away from a recombination-influenced population toward a more clonal population structure since the subseafloor thalassospira strains diverged from the last common ancestor shared with the type strains. This finding is supported by the pan-genome analysis, which, show, which shows a significantly lower number of singleton genes in the subseafloor strains than in the type strains, indicating a lack of recent gene gain in subseafloor genomes compared to the type strains. Colonial growth over millions of years appears to have resulted in a phenotypic change given the relatively lower growth rates of the subseafloor strains. We looked for evidence of evolution in the subseafloor strains by investigating the number of pairwise nucleotide level differences in the subseafloor thalassospira genomes. We identified ten, tens to thousands of differences within each subseafloor thalassospira clade.
The differences in subseafloor telecyspira strains were present in a clade-specific manner and consisted of SNPs and insertion deletion events. Most within clade differences were represented by indels across all three clades, and all intraclade differences in Telasaspira ziamanensis strain myosine were represented by indels. While the precise chromosomal locations of SNPs and indels are clade specific, the SNPs and indels often occurred in genes coding for related functions across the different clades. These included indels within genes predicted with predicted annotations involved in flagellar motility, transcription, cell wall biogenesis, and the transport and metabolism of amino acids and carbohydrates. This suggests that although, although the three thalassospira lineages are evolving independently, the shared environmental setting renders similar traits superfluous across populations and susceptible to genetic changes or loss. We considered the possibility that the observed nucleotide substitutions and indels occurred within the subseafloor populations during the culture enrichment and cultivation processes. The generation times of telasospira in the incubation, measured by quantitative PCR, indicate an estimated maximum of 15.7 doublings over the enrichment. Approximately 63 additional generations may be attributable to subsequent cultivation prior to genome sequencing. A common bacterial mutation or chromosomal deletion rates of 10 to the minus 9 to 10 to the minus 10 mutations per base pair per generation, more than 4,000 generations would be required to obtain the observed nucleotide diversity present in the subseafloor telasospira genomes. Thus, Newly accumulated nucleotide changes in culture are likely insufficient to explain the observed interpopulation nucleotide diversity between the subseafloor genomes. While it is possible that the observed clonal population structure resulted from the 18-month enrichment, the genomes that we sequenced were not identical, even within clades, which might be expected if clonality was the result of enrichment. For example, the number of pairwise nucleotide differences, including indels and SNPs, in the core genomes of each clade ranged from zero base pairs to 3,600 base pairs at a mutation or deletion rate of 10 to the minus 9 per generation. Between 10 to the 3 and 10 to the 4 generations would need to accrue to attain this observed genetic diversity. Substitutions and pseudogenes are fixed in subseafloor populations. Compared to the type strains, the subseafloor telasospira genomes exhibit high numbers of pseudogenes, which are non-functional parts of the genome that resemble functional genes, and non-synonymous substitutions, which are substitutions that alter the amino acid sequence of a protein. We identified 47.9 plus or minus 8.57 pseudogenes in, in the genomes of subseafloor telasospira isolates which is significantly higher than the number of pseudogenes identified in the type strains. We investigated whether the genomes from the subseafloor telasospira isolates exhibited elevated ratios of non-synonymous to synonymous substitutions that might further indicate evolution in clonal populations and relaxed purifying selection across the genome. Similarly, we observed a modest but significant elevation of genome-wide 
DNDS ratios in the genomes of the sub-C virus strains relative to the type strains. While the increased DNDS ratio is consistent with relaxed purifying selection, such small changes are possibly not biologically or evolutionarily meaningful. Additionally, the calculation of DNDS ratios may be confounded by the high similarity of the sub genomes to each other and to the type strains. Similar to the nucleotide differences, SNPs and indels, the composition of pseudogenes occurred in a clade-specific manner. Compared to the type strains, the predicted annotations of the pseudogenes in the sub c genomes are skewed toward those involved in transcription, energy conservation, amino acid and carbohydrate metabolism, and flagellar motility. Moreover, sub c genomes have significantly higher numbers of pseudogenes involved in motility than the type strains. These flagellar biosynthesis genes are different from the flagellar biosynthesis genes containing intrapopulation indels. But the pseudogenized FLEN and FLEK genes are syntenic with the indel-containing flagellar genes, indicating that both indels and pseudogenization have targeted different genes within the flagellar operon. Burial in the sediment millions of years ago resulted in the physical isolation of subsurface telassospira cells and was the impetus for a transition from freely recombining populations with a large NE to recombination-limited clonal population with a small NE that rarely encounter genetically diverse recombination partners that introduce genetic diversity into the population. The combined effects of physical isolation, low cell concentrations, and little to no motility due to low permeability and energy limitation, further reduced recombination events. These extreme physical conditions resulted in clonal subsefluor telassospira populations that are characterized by the inability to overwrite deleterious mutations through recombination. Our observations of slightly elevated DNDS ratios and an increased number of pseudogenes are evidence that subsurface microbes are experiencing variability in selection, changes that are more likely to be fixed in the absence of homologous recombination. However, because of the small magnitude of these changes, it is challenging to determine whether these observations result from the fixation of deleterious mutations via genetic drift, as is commonly observed in endosymbiotic bacteria, or variation in selective pressures resulting from the environmental changes that accompanied burial. For example, some functions appear to be more prone to gene decay than others, such as those involved in flagellar motility. We identified both indels and pseudogenes in flagellar operon, suggesting that flagellar motility was a slightly beneficial trait in telassospira populations before burial, but has become a non-essential trait subject to relaxed selection in abyssal clays, characterized by very low permeability and an extremely small pore diameter, despite their high porosity. This observation is further supported by the apparent convergent gene decay in the flagellar biosynthesis operon across the myosin and neogene strains. Subsection. Outlook. Our findings demonstrate that the sub-C-fluoratelassospira genomes analyzed here have evolved within clonal populations 
that have experienced a reduction in homologous recombination. Clonal population can become subject to genetic drift, whereby deleterious mutations become fixed and Muller's ratchet eventually leads to the extinction of endosymbiotic bacterial lineages. Our genomes show similar signs of evolution, but the DNDS ratios observed in the subseflor telesospira genomes are much lower than those observed in endosymbiotic bacteria. The subsequent genome reduction was absent. We speculate that the subseflor telesospira isolates have not experienced sufficient generations to observe large changes in DNDS ratios or genome reduction, given that perpetual and severe energy limitation results in increased generation times with depth below the seafloor. Subseafloor cell concentrations are low and decrease substantially with increasing depth. Because genetic drift has a stronger effect on populations with a small NE, physically isolated microbes experiencing clonal growth and reduced homologous recombination in the deep biosphere may be particularly prone to genetic drift-mediated evolution. Because the subseafloor biosphere contains a large fraction of all bacterial cells on Earth, our findings suggest that drift-like evolutionary processes in the absence of homologous recombination may be much more widely distributed in nature than previously thought. Future assessments of homologous recombination and drift in single-cell genomes from uncultured lineages of bacteria and archaea that compromise most subsurface energy-limited communities, communities could be used to assess how widespread this evolutionary mechanism is within the subsurface biosphere.